All right. So on our last session, the party rescued JR and entered into a rather climactic encounter with Vinny and whoever is taking Vinny for a ride. Through a long series of events, Seth found it necessary to release his demon to go into the Umbra to help Astoria face the enemy. Doing so required Seth to take his own life. In the meantime, Astoria had channeled the full power of the goddess Artemis in her attempt to rescue Karen and Seth and returned no longer channeling Artemis and found herself lying beside Seth's dead body. The situation as it stands is Olathe, Astoria, Karen, and Bodhi on the little island with the fallen Seth. And on the opposite side, on the shore, where they initially launched their boats, is Naomi, Jesse, JR, and Jessica. And I think we will just jump into the action where we left off, which has Bodhi and Olathe now at Astoria's side, attempting to do what they can. Bodhi, rather superfluously, but thoroughly, kneels beside Seth, takes his wrist, feels for a pulse, shakes his head, and crosses that arm across the side of Seth's chest. He looks to Olathe, not sure that Astoria is really capable of much at the moment. And he says, he's definitely gone. What do we, what do, we do here? Olathe is going to kind of nod a little. Um, I believe she was actively holding Astoria at the time? I think so. <clears throat> I remember it, you made an attempt at an Arate roll I did. you knew wouldn't work and then moved to uh, comfort Astoria. Yes. And the answer is going to be we're going to give her a little time and we'll figure it out.
he kind of sits down in a semi-meditative posture and just gives a little nod as if uh, acquiescing to wait and see what happens. On the far side, Jessica spotted Astoria reappear and is pacing up and down the side of the lake looking as if she's probably about to try to swim over there. Naomi, you were thickening the gauntlet at last I checked when you saw the demon escape. And Jesse was on the dock having just seen Seth's body fall. What is your next move? Well, I mean... <laughs> It's it's not like I can go over there, right? And they're already going over there. I can't leave Jr. Okay. Uh, she's probably gonna stand there and wait. Okay. Na anything particular from Naomi? is going to attempt to continue trying to maintain the gauntlet, thicken the gauntlet if she can, but she is going to end up snapping a little unnecessarily at Jessica. Will you sit down already? You're not going to do any good by rushing off. You're also very distracting right now. She kind of freezes mid-pace and stares at you. Because you've never snapped at her before. And, uh... She kind of sulkingly walks over to the dock and sits down on the edge, looking across the lake, without a word. Jesse's, like, staring at where Seth's body fell. Like going back and forth between where Seth's body fell and the boat, and then Astoria and them when they're on the island. She's just like staring, non blinking, not looking away, watching. And Astoria. Your bird is on your shoulder. Believe you have Olathe wrapped around you. What's your next move? Let go of me, please. Uh, Letha would do so. Um, Astoria is going to um, put her hands on Seth's face and just close her eyes for a moment. And then she is going to, with her thumbs, close his eyelids and kind of like brush off some of the blood from his face, kind of like trying to clear clear his face up a little bit. Um, and then she is going to, um, I guess with the blood on her hand still, she is going to commence um, marking runes across his face and his body. Um, can you help me take his armor off, please? 
Um, then I'm gonna need a <laughs> need a Norte roll. Don't break it. Just it. I just need it off. Yeah, I'm gonna need an Arte roll. To Arte roll. Whatever I said. Okay. Don't worry. I know I'm right. Um. And activate. Uh. Matter vision. Again. Oh, that's right. Because you can't fucking see his armor. Uh, unless you're telling me that it's the effect is worn off. Uh, not yet. Cool. Still only been like half an hour at most since you went blind. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you still have lifo and correspondence and the mind up. So this will be a plus one diff. So um, what what would you what you roll? Uh, nine seven five. Okay, that's plenty. Cool. So yeah, uh, you can now... It's kind of odd watching the outline of his armor fill itself in around his body. Okay. Uh, which has now faded to... At first, it was fading... It was starting to fade towards a hollow space. Mm-hmm. And now that you're looking at matter, it's starting to fill itself back in as he crosses the boundary between living and dead. Life to matter. Huh? Uh, then I will assist in removing armor when I can, once I can see it. Okay. That's a big difference in helping. Storia. Perception investigation. If seven. successes 20 as you raise his left arm and begin to unbuckle the leather straps that hold the shield to said arm you glance over the various runic engravings that you would expect from any particular um, piece of hermetic equipment. And just inside the upper rim, where it would be facing towards him, and if he were holding the shield up in a guard position, would be roughly level with his gaze, his eye line. Engraved in plain English, rather than any kind of glyph, you see a phrase. Five little words. And it says, for Astoria, her shield always. Um. Got me crying in the club now. Um, she is gonna break down sobbing at that. Kind of like tracing her fingers over it over and over and over again. <sighs> T- 
him. Damn it. We'll send you to your rest. I just wish it wasn't because of me. Um, and she's going to continue um, removing the armor. Placing it gently and reverently next to her. Kind of trying to pack it up. Um, and she's going to turn to Aletha. Um, do you know which way is north? I've never been good at directions. Um, with correspondence up, I should, correct, Ben? Yes. With correspondence, you have an innate sense of direction. Yeah, so Aletha will point. It would be... Uh, roughly off to your right, because the house faces west to east, and you're basically just in front of the porch of the house. Is that up the river? Um, it would be further up the lake. Um, basically at a right angle to the direction you guys came from. So back towards the rest of the party? Uh, the party came directly east. Oh, okay, here. okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's further up the lake. Yes. Okay. Olatha? Yes, dear? Can you help me get him loaded up on the boat? I know, I know we need the boat to get across, but I'd like to give him a funeral at least something. I know we can't do much, but... What kind of funeral would you like to give him? Uh, I'm going to, out of character, remind that we do have two boats. One wooden sailboat and one flat-bottom metal boat that are both at the island right now, I believe. Uh, I thought the other one was... We all packed into one boat to get back to the mainland. You are right. I forgot about that. I thought and it was then, on the other side. See, that, that was a confusing time. That's why I wanted to make sure that that was clear. Because yes. I had been thinking about this during the week. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Um, I want to get him on that boat. Um, he always said he wanted a Viking funeral, so I guess we can give that to him. We can make it happen. And, um, let's see, what did Olitha, I want to say Olitha has, Olitha has three strength. Is she able to pick Seth up? Um, Bodhi will go, he'll kind of very gently touch a hand to Astoria's shoulder to kind of let her know that he's stepping around her to pick up Seth so that she's not surprised by him. And he'll reach to put pick up under his arms. Between the two of you, you would definitely uh, be able to carry him back to the boat. Okay. 
Um, so when they get him in the boat, she is going to kind of arrange his body, um, holding his great sword with two hands, kind of across his torso. Um, and she is going to grab the herbs from her bag and begin laying them around him. Um, and she is going to begin singing a haunting, keening uh, song as she's working. Um, distinctly nothing from this era. It is, it is a very, very old song. And she is going to um, walk clockwise around his body three times as she's singing. Um, dropping the herbs over his body and singing. And then when she's finished with the song, she is going to um, step off the boat. Um, and she is going to um, light a couple of matches and drop it on the boat. And she's going to turn to Bodhi. And she is going to say, can you push that off the north, please? Before it's gone, dear, are you sure there's nothing you... I know you always carry a piece of him with you, but no physical items? His bag's over there, and his armor's here. I'm... Actually, um, she will. She will, actually. She is going to... Um cut a lock of his hair. Um, and she is going to braid it into hers. Um, and then she is going to... Aurea, hmm? when you touch your hair and begin braiding something into it, you notice something that you have not noticed before now. Uh, that's weird. Um, she's going to kind of like pull a little bit more of her hair forward as she's seeing that all of her hair that she's able to see is currently white. Um, and she's going to kind of like shake her head. She's like, nope, not the, not the time. Um, she's going to cut a lock of hers and leave it, um, over Seth's sword. Um, and she is going to say, thank you, Aletha. Now I'm ready. A small nod from Aletha. A look towards Bodhi. He's going to take a couple steps back from the boat, because it is basically just kind of rammed up onto the shore this time instead of being pulled up to the dock and neatly tied. And with a running start, get it boosted back out into the lake. Um, ben, the wooden boat would have been tied up. It was the flat bottom that we brought over at full speed. 
The wooden boat then, only made the trip once. Yeah, then the wooden boat would be on the opposite shore. Oh, no. Wait, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, I'm wrong. Because y'all only took one boat back. Okay. Yeah, so he'll, uh... It's recorded that he said it. Um... Yeah, he'll kind of squat down next to it and give it a strong push away from the dock. And Olatha will push with him. Um, the keening song is going to get much louder, and um, it will continue until the boat is no longer visible. Okay. It takes a good while because you're not sitting on a river. Uh, the current is pretty mild. Um, but it does steadily drift north. When the boat finally passes beyond vision, Astoria is going to kneel down at the edge of the lake. She's going to say, I love you, Dad. Rest in peace. You deserve it. I'll miss you. We gotta go. I don't know if that thing's gonna come back. Um, and she's gonna begin collecting the armor pieces and the shield. And walking towards the boat. Uh, Olatha will help her carry it. And join her. And Bodhi will scoop up his bag and um, he'll start to pick up the short sword and shake his head a little. Pick it up by the hilt or by, uh, by the sheath only, not touching the hilt. And then offer it hilt first to Astoria. I think you're the only one who should carry this now. Thank you. Um, and she is going to strap it to her belt. As she is trying to lug all this stuff back. Um... She's putting what can fit in her bag in her bag, and then she's just kind of clutching the rest of it to her chest. As she's loading everything into the boat. As this is all happening, you realize that 
Heron's not here. As you began keening, he soared up into the sky. And as the boat begins to pass from sight, he swoops down from above and circles it for a while. And after a moment, you can't see the boat anymore, but you can track the passage of the boat by the tiny bird circling above as he says goodbye in his own way. And Bodie lowers the bag into the boat and reaches out a hand to help Astoria on board. Thank you. Um, she's going to sit down in the boat and kind of like stare down at the armor that she has in her lap as they're getting ready to go back across. And then Bodhi will turn to Olathe. Get out of this dark place. Seems like a fair idea to me. Is Bodhi going to magic us away, though? He is. Okay. He will, uh... He will start the boat drifting across... Uh... With a little, um... Almost like a... Little standing Tai Chi routine at the back of the boat. And as it starts to drift away, he looks thoughtful and shakes his head. And you kind of just hear him muttering under his breath. No, 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 that's not quite right. And he turns and stands straighter up, looking back at the house. Stretches a little bit, claps his hands together, and that's a lot of suck. Uh, lobs a fireball. And back behind you, the house on the island is now merrily burning. If it comes back, it's welcome to the ruins. After just a couple of minutes, at the more sedate pace, the boat is drifting up to the dock where Jesse and Jessica are waiting. Um, when 
Jesse saw the funeral start, um, she would have started crying. Um, and then crouch and cry like into her arm. Probably until they get back and she'll like try to get her shit together. Just before the boat bumps up to the dock, uh, you feel a hand on your shoulder as Jessica steps up next to you. She kept a little bit of a distance to that point, very pointedly trying not to pace. But now she steps up next to you and puts a hand on your shoulder, both as a, I'm here, but also as a heads up, they're almost here. Yeah, sorry. He was just like the closest thing I had to a friend, you know, like ever. It's just hard. Jessica kind of chews on her lip for a second and is audibly or uh, visually trying very hard not to uh, cry or freak out. She is uh, putting on a face as best as she knows how. As the boat bumps up to the dock and Bodhi promptly clambers out to tie off. Before Bodhi can uh, move further than that, Jessica promptly reaches down into the boat to try and get Astoria out. Um, Astoria's going to kind of like look up surprised a little bit um, from the armor, and she's like, oh, okay. Um, and she will kind of numbly get out of the boat. Um, toting with her the armor and sword and everything and the shield. She's going to give you a very brief hug with the... It's pretty obvious she wants to hold you a lot longer than that, but doesn't think it's the right moment. Look at them all growing. And holds out her arms as if uh, to take some of the burden off of you if you're willing. Um, she's she's going to vehemently shake her head and she's just going to hold it closer. I'm okay. She nods and just kind of links her arm through yours and starts walking you back towards the other party members. And Bodhi reaches down into the boat next to help Olathe get out. Olathe will appreciate the help.
Jesse. Jesse. What doing? Walking back, I guess. Okay. So, the party, the remains of the party, slowly makes its way back to where Naomi is casting, and JR is resting on the floor. Everybody that can now see Ola- or, uh, see Astoria through something other than life magic can now clearly see uh, the change that has come over Astoria. As every lock of hair on her head is solid white. As they gather back around, Jessica kind of moves Astoria to sit down near where their bedrolls and stuff were left. And moves as if to sit down with her. Because this is not a stand around and talk situation. This is a sit down and figure out what the hell we're doing next situation. Bodhi goes to check on JR. And Taryn, at this point, swoops back in. And... Settles himself on Astoria's shoulder opposite from where Jessica is. Jessica starts rummaging in one of the bags and passes a water canteen off to Astoria and looks around at everybody else. So, what do we what do we do now? What's I don't think we should stay here. But where are we going? Yeah. We should definitely not stay here. I think for the moment, we need somewhere safe to let JR recover a little bit and the story as well. And then figure out how we're getting Dane. There's some safe houses in the city. I don't know if they're not raided or anything. Because you guys were able to get in, but... It's worth a shot. Well, that does sound like our best chance. 
Do you know where the nearest one would be? Let me look. Um, and Astoria is going to pull out the book and flip to the section that has the list of safe houses. And she's going to find Chicago section. Um, I don't really know where we are. Okay. Well, when you get to that, there are two standing um, Order of Hermes safe houses that you're aware of in the Chicago area. The first one being where you initially met the party, which is well on the other side of the city, on in the outskirts to the west. And the second one is a bit closer to, well, a lot closer to the lake in South Chicago. Um, few-ish miles north of you. Heading deeper into the city, but not really into the hyper-developed um, downtown zone. With the level of knowledge that you have of the kingdom's Dominion, it could theoretically reach that far south, but you have no solid evidence whether it does or doesn't. Uh, okay, I will show Olathe. Well, no, maybe not Olathe. <laughs> um, show Olathe. <laughs> uh, That'll probably get an inappropriate comment. <laughs> I guess I will. I, I guess I don't really. I'm not in a mindset to really be paying that much attention. Um, yeah. Uh, there's this one, but I don't know. I don't, <laughs> this is my first time in Chicago. I don't. I don't really know where it is compared to us. Oh, is gonna kind of look at it. Do kind of like the, the head bob nod kind of thing. That is definitely paper. Jessica looks it over. Um, and then looks up. Um, Naomi, you, yeah. you know this area fairly well, and you were... You helped us get here. Um, do you think you could get us to wherever this is? Let's see what we got. And she'll go ahead and unfold her legs from underneath her slowly and move over to take a look at the address. Okay. And can I do a streetwise roll to see if this is some place that Naomi would know where it was? 
Okay. Um. Yeah, go for it. Would you like wits or intelligence? Wits is fine. Okay. Five, six, ten, ten, and two. Plenty. Um, it is certainly South Chicago. Um, kind of right on the edge of where people usually live, and it starts to kind of give way to a lot of industrial stuff, which is a lot of what's around you here. Um, like there's neighborhoods and houses and stuff between here and there, but there's just as much, like, um, industrial yards and piers going up to the river and the lake and stuff like that. Warehouses, those kind of things. Um, it would be probably an hour by bicycle to get there from here. The one thing that you know for sure is uh, somewhere along the way of getting there, you're going to have to get over the Calumet River one way or another. Um, you crossed over a bridge further south on your way here. Um, backtracking that way would make it take three times as long. But you just know that you're going to have to find some way over the river. And you remember previously Seth's suspicion about bridges. It is possible they're being watched. <clears throat> Choke points. Well, I believe this safe house is probably roughly an hour by bike. If all goes well, I don't know if it may take us a little bit longer since we've got JR now and he's in no condition to ride himself. What's more is we're going to have to cross the river, and while we can head back to the friendly bridge that we know of, it's going to add a lot of time to us. And Seth had a good point about bridges and being watched, so. Yes, I uh, can take us there, but it might be difficult. Ben, since I had enough uh, correspondence successes to probably see the sun, um, mm -hmm. can we get a rough time check? Uh, Five-ish. Okay. Because it was... Probably not quite five, because I want to say it was like 3.30 when you guys got here. And then it was... Across the lake, things on the on the island, back across the lake, back across the lake again, the fight, funeral, and then now. So it's probably a little before five. Bodhi kind of... Uh, runs a hand through his hair in a gesture of, like, 
collecting himself. <clears throat> okay, so that's a real safe house. And it's probably our safest option if we actually can get there. Um, How many of us are capable of working with matter? Alitha raises her hand. As does Bodhi. What are you thinking? I'm wondering if it may take some time, and I don't know how experienced you guys are with it, but I'm thinking that if bridges are a concern, maybe we just make our own. Doesn't have to be anything pretty, just get us across. Mm. Uh, ben, as two Chicago people, roughly how big is this river? I mean, it's not small. For a decent chunk of it, there's like uh, loading piers along it. Okay. If you really wanted to go about it, you could swim it or hop it with forces magic, but... Bodhi kind of shrugs. I mean, yeah, it would probably work. Um, I don't mind that being a later resort, especially if we happen to find a smaller or quieter area of the river as we're passing, but it's something to at least keep in mind. Yeah, my only concern is it might draw even more attention. But it's a good thought. We'll... uh. Are you thinking they can track magic use? Well, makeshift bridge swing, uh, just appearing out of nowhere. Someone's likely to spot it one way or the other. Uh, yeah, that. Uh, but also, I don't really know what all they're capable of, to be honest with you. They seemed to know what we were doing before we did. Um, it's certainly not out of the realm of something one could do if they had the right knowledge to surround an area of a map with uh, magical triggers to let you know who's using in your area. Actually, hold on. Before we get too invested in this idea anyway, Naomi is going to pull out her compact and make a correspondence roll to look in on the safe house to make sure, one, it's still there, and currently doesn't look like it's already occupied. Aha! Okay. Ooh, that's not the best of rolls. It's a three, a four, and a five. Not the best of rolls, but for a... Hold on, you're remote viewing, so... It would be core 2. Yeah, so diff 5. It's a, so a 1. One success. She okay. She didn't willpower or anything with it. Okay. 
Uh, you get a bird's eye view of the location in question. It's still standing. Um, and as is the neighborhood immediately around it. As far as whether or not there's anybody in it at the moment, less clear. Well, the house is still there, and the neighborhood doesn't look like it's gone to ruin yet. So I think we should be okay heading that direction. I I can't really tell if someone else is squatting like we were with the first safe house. I or exactly what I'm. I'll admit I'm a little. That wasn't my best magic attempt. Learn it here. I don't think any of us are at our best right now. I literally blinded myself. But <clears throat> it is currently most likely our safest option, so. I. Astoria, I'm sorry. I have a question, and I don't know if it's too soon for it or not. Go ahead. Do you know if you manage to take care of that that kami, that thing? I don't know. I can't remember. Naomi's gonna take a deep, slow breath and say, so it, that it might still be out there. And if it does, it knows us. I think it's safer to operate under the thought that it might still be out there. Which means wherever we stop, we probably need to fortify as well. Hermetic safe houses are easier to fortify than most things. So that Jessica has been nodding through this whole exchange. Uh, so that first first rule be... of fieldcraft, always assume you're being followed. And being followed by whatever could have made that spirit storm and called all of those other kami to it. it. I would feel a lot better being at a hermetic safe house for the night, which means we probably ought to start moving just in case it does take us longer than an hour or so. Because we don't want to be out at dark. No, Latha is going to not agreeance. Well, I don't know where we're going, so someone lead the way. Can well, actually, I'll ask in character. Uh. Olathe, do you want me to try and see if I can help you with that? If you feel you can. I'm not sure how much I can do, but no harm in taking a look. If everyone else wants to start gathering our stuff and getting JR situated, then I'm going to see if I can help Olathe real quick. 
Okay. Uh, Jessica will stay right by Astoria. And Bodhi will head over to Jesse. And kind of kneel next to her and put a hand on her shoulder. He kind of waits for you to look at him. Of like, a, she looks. I'm not talking until we're having eye contact. I don't know what Seth was to you. Seems like he was important. But you gotta put that down. For now. Oh, she would have, like, got she got her shit together, like, as Astoria and um, Olitho were like approaching in the boat so she's not losing it quite as bad as she was earlier probably like some silent tears but she's not mm-hmm. like she's not breaking down she also hasn't said a word well no <laughs> what is there to say yeah i don't know how well your brother's gonna walk it might be us carrying him that's fine with me All right. Thanks. Let's do this. Appreciate it. He uh, very briefly flashes you the patented Bodhi glamour smile TM and walks over to JR with Jesse in tow. Seeing Jesse walk up, JR kind of pulls himself to a seated position. Alright, really. What the fuck was all of that? I don't know. I'm going to be fucking honest. I don't know. I, like, never know what's going on. Alright. Well... Help me up. Let's get the fuck out of here. I don't want to look at that fucking island anymore. Me either. And with Bodie and Jesse's help, JR is able to get to his feet. Uh, But it's probably going to be an arm over each of y'all's shoulders hobbling the whole way there. Yeah. Which is definitely going to cause this to take longer than expected. Naomi. Yes. What are we magicking about this? Well, this one's a bit of a stretch, which is why, which is part of why Naomi no, has no idea if it's going to work or not, because Charby doesn't know if it's going to work or not. But okay. she is going to go up to Olathe. And put a hand on her arm and say, do you mind if I try some mind magic? Uh, Lathan's going to have kind of a curious look on her face and then nod. Give it a try, dear. What I'd like to do 
and it's okay if it fails, is Naomi wants to delve into Olathe's mind to try to find if this is less of a actual physical block to her to Olathe's eyes and possibly more of a mental magical block that she can work loose. And if you will permit it, because I do have the XP to do it, I would like to buy life one based on the memories of Olathe showing her what life one looked like while doing so. Okay. As long as this is successful, I'd probably consider that your study and practice for uh, figuring out life one. I will spend a willpower about it. Mm-hmm. Don't blind me. Do it. <laughs> Give you brain damage on top Actually of Actually physically blind. removes her eyeballs. Uh, <laughs> the Kami made her snap. That's... Eight, three, five, plus one willpower. Solid. Okay. With that, you are able to get a picture, kind of a mind's eye CT scan, if you will, or one of those... Uh, uh, the MRI scans that explicitly show electrical conduction in the in the brain in lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, of Olathe's brain, the inside of her weird and appropriate brain, <laughs> and you see an odd, dark area in the flow of mental energy. You took biology in high school. You know enough yes. to she vaguely... Does have, she does have points in medicine. Yeah, you know vaguely where something like the optic nerve should probably be. And what you see is some kind of magical force manifesting about halfway down the optical nerve where the electrical energy of her brain should be traveling and it hits a block and is seemingly diverted somewhere. And I add a little bit of flavor text. Go for it. Naomi is going to be quietly singing in Japanese. And even though it makes no difference Olathe-wise, she was maintaining eye contact for foci purposes. Uh-huh. And she is going to look at this blockage, this dark spot, and pull to mind the visual image of Olathe's mind book. The leather-bound book with the tree on the front. Uh-huh. And while this book is open in front of her, she is going to reach out a very, very gentle hand and slowly, very carefully brush away the block as one might do 
a bit of dirt that has gotten on a book that shouldn't be there. And she will also give a gentle exhale to blow said dirt away. Give me a perception awareness yeah. as you're doing that. Oh, that's not bad. Nine, seven, two, seven, four. Perfect. The blockage is correspondence magic. Okay. Because she attempted to use correspondence magic, botched it, and it backfired. It is essentially a tiny portal in her optic nerve, carrying the signal away somewhere else. If one wanted to dispense with it, it would be a fairly simple matter of using correspondence to counter correspondence. Well, having determined what that is, that's going to be the next roll. Let's see okay. if we can fix what Olathe broke before. And we've got... Let's see, that's not the best roll. I've got a three, a five, and a four to start. If she needs to keep going, she is willing to do so. I'm about to say, I don't think that's that's going to be sufficient. Okay. Let's give it another roll. Seven, three, six this time. Olatha, you feel yes. a weird jolt from somewhere behind your eyeballs, and it feels almost... Have you ever had that moment when you... I don't know if you've ever, like, had an ear infection where you needed to take steroids. Um. Yeah. But when you do that, there's always this moment when the inflammation goes down enough that you feel things open up and pop. Um, yeah. That's basically what you feel. And your vision starts to come back in slowly at first. It's like looking at a TV screen uh, that's just static. And then... Slowly, it uh, forms into black and white images. The resolution gets higher. It's technicolor. And now you're back to actually being able to see. And there's a small Japanese girl about three inches from your face. Overlaid with all the Overlaid other with all the fucking visions that you've got going on. Oh, thank you dear and she's gonna kind of blink for a second and then drop the visions so she can come back to reality (laughs) snap back to reality okay is that is that back to normal for you now are you okay it is it was a little disconcerting because for a moment i still had magic allowing me to see at least matter and life and correspondence, and it was a a bit disorienting to have all of them active at once. 
but it is much better. Thank you. You're welcome. And Naomi will sever the mind link. Close book, put it back on the shelf. Hey. Jessica is going to help reach out to help Astoria to her feet. I think the rest of them are ready. Ready to go? Um, I'm going to pack up the armor in a blanket or something in my bag, and then just kind of attach it to my shoulders like a little knapsack to go on top of my backpack mm -hmm. um, as I'm packing up to go. And okay. then the sword will be at my hip, and then I've got the bow slung over my shoulders over all the other shit. Okay. And with that, the group sets off. Taryn flies out in front a bit. Um, Bodie is helping Jesse to hobble JR along. And this kind of brings us to the question of the bicycles. Um, JR can't really ride, but you did all come here on your own independent bicycles. Are you going to walk those along with you, have some of you try to ride, and keep pace, or stash them potentially to try and come back for them, or just give up on them? Definitely walking them. Okay. They are not leaving them behind. Any objections to that? Nope. Nah, seconded. Nope. Okay. All right. You're definitely making pretty slow progress as you head north. Um... As you leave the park area that was around this lake, you're passing through mostly kind of medium-density suburbs, some small businesses in the general area. Um, and it is weirdly quiet as you go. Um, you're not seeing really anybody out and about in this part of the city. Not like you saw further west. You make your way up to close enough to the lake that you start smelling it. Uh, the Great Lake, that is. Um, And cut your path left, kind of along a set of railroad tracks. Which puts you in a little bit of a uh, defile, where you have a large raised highway to your left. 
and then um, for a little bit at least, a uh, line of trees between you and the lake, but you're below ground level, basically. So you don't, you can't see very far, but anybody looking in your direction would probably look over top of you and not at you. As you get further into the early evening, um, you pull back into more um, more heavily residential areas closer to the river. Um, basically, on your right along the train tracks is residential, and to your left is a bunch of warehouses, basically lined up along the river. Perception alertness diff 8 from whoever feels like rolling it. If so. Is this to spot danger? No. Lovely. Uh, yes, your special eyes might be useful here. If eight, mm-hmm. you suck. Zero out. No, my first the the roll was ten ten seven 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 five with a six and a four from the rerolls. Wild. <laughs> like I was, so close, but I got two successes. But so Seven close to successes. five. Damn. Uh, okay. Milo gets four successes. Can we get those in the dice rolls as well? Kirby, would you be able to add the two successes for me, please? I am going to be grabbing us food. Okay. You know, that's kind of appropriate for Astoria. I know. Did you zero out? I double botched. Oh. At this point, well, that is pretty fucking pretty appropriate. It is a it is a time, so yeah, that Okay. Right. Jessica also zeroes out. Probably because she's looking more at Astoria than she is anything else. Those of you with Suck, um, in a house just off to the right, somebody has cracked the door. This is like not far. It's within a vocal to- tone. Like, you could speak at a normal tone of voice in here at this distance. And poked their head out. Are you crazy? Walking around in broad daylight? Get the fuck out of here. Is night safer? Did you say that? Yes. 
You don't want to get their attention. Just, just leave before somebody sees you. And the door slams. That wasn't helpful. Well, it tells us for sure that they're used to someone looking around here. Are we almost there? You're not far. You, uh, oh, sorry. Naomi, from having scoped before and having the lay of the land, roughly, would now know you are at the point where you need to make a decision. There are three immediate bridges that would get you across to the other side. The northernmost bridge is a railway bridge, and your particular set of, tra of train tracks that you're walking on would take you straight to them. Maybe 100 yards to the south of that is like a two-lane road bridge. And a bit further south than that is uh, like a four-way road bridge that takes you a little bit more roundabout. So probably another 15, 20 minutes of walking to go that way, east and then up. Whereas the other two bridges pretty much take you straight towards where you want to be. Hey, Jesse. Yeah. Is there any chance you can check and see if any of these bridges that are ahead of us, there's going to be three, but we're not too far from where we need to be. Are you able to check and see if any of them is safer than the others? Uh, yeah. Uh, do you want me to add correspondence to that? Uh, you're doing it at a distance, so yes. Okay. Uh, one roll per bridge? Fair. Or just... I, I, I don't know what you're wanting. No, that probably would be necessary. Okay, um, well... Which would give the party time to kind of take a pause and catch their breath. Hilariously, still in view of the guy's door who just yelled at you to fuck off? Question mark? Probably duck in somewhere covered. Okay. Yeah, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming we're kind of getting a little bit of cover. Um, okay. And then with him saying that, um, maybe we should... Jessica, can you make us all invisible? Literally what I had been trying to ask. I love it. She uh, gives you a look of uncertainty. Oh, I... Guess I could try... Does Jesse hear that? Uh, I mean, unless you've separated yourself from the group, who I'm going to say ducked in into a kind of a gap between two houses. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jesse is going to speak up and say, I, I can also help with that. Uh, Dane showed me how to do stuff like that. Okay. Sort of. um, well, do... Do whatever Naomi was asking you for, and I'll uh, I'll think about it and see what I can come up with. Okay, we got a lot of tens tonight. Good. 
It's a good night for tens. Yeah. <laughs> okay, give me a sec. So this first one is, what's my diff? I, uh, I assume it's like five? Six? You're, I think six. That is fine. <laughs> Actually, no, probably would be five or. It doesn't change. I think that it much, would be five because you're. Okay. Wow. That is six. I know. Okay, dude. Hold on. Ten six ten ten nine six. Jesse got to carry the party because we lost Seth. Ah, damn. All right. She is. She is feeling a, the pressure, like personal pressure, to like step up now that he's missing. Yeah. And she's been like doing a lot of the training and stuff with him, and feels like very much like she needs to be a protector kind of person now. But she also isn't speaking up because she don't know what to say. <laughs> Strong, silent type. We love it. We love those. All right, so with that, you're able to get the general vibe of all three bridges and the surrounding area. Um, the general area is dangerous. Like, the whole area around the bridges is, and where you are now. I'll give you that with your fucking six successes. Um... There is ever-present danger. As for the bridges specifically, the road bridge, um, the second road bridge, the one further to the north, not the railway bridge, seems risky. As if it is probably not permanently watched, but it's paid attention to. Whereas the railway bridge, at least at present, seems to be safe, and the southern bridge also seems to be safe. With the caveat of the background level of none of this area is safe. Passing that all along uh, through a Jersey Italian filter. <laughs> and did you say the railway bridge was the one we were currently in line with? Yeah, if y'all get back on the railway tracks and keep trucking north, that will go more or less straight towards that bridge. Like, there's some branches that'll take you to, like, a marshalling yard that's right there, but... You stay to the left and keep on going, you'll get to that railway bridge. You said that was one of the safer ones? Yes. Quotation marks? Quotation marks. Well, Aletha, I don't know if you know the area better or not, but if our if the current path we have is one of the safer options and still slightly more direct. I personally think we ought to stick with it. <clears throat> I 
Well, um, could I use a correspondence entropy to find the safest path there? Like, yes, we're going to that place, but basically like... did. Okay, cool. Yeah. I would say you have basically done so at this point. Ella, okay, cool. You, Naomi. I would agree, dear, and hopefully we can do it invisibly. Um, I've got one other suggestion, though. I think we ought to have it so that either Jesse or Bodhi has complete hands-free. That way, if something does come up, they're more like more capable of jumping in. I may not be as strong as you guys, but I can help Jr. walk. And I'm Bodhi... not, not going to be as useful swinging any weapons. Bodhi ducks out from under Jr.'s arm and draws his sword. And they that's fair. Does he not? She wasn't going to let go of Jr. So it, it was going to be Bodhi. <laughs> Jessica is sitting cross-legged on the ground like she's thinking really hard. And you can kind of hear her muttering under her breath. The tune of her muttering under her breath is that the other times that she turned herself invisible, it was mostly the felt like something was guiding magic to imitate her suit that she used to wear. And it's really fucking weird to try and change it so that it affects other things other than just her. Because you're not all in her suit. That would be weird. Have the feeling of the suit cover the area. But she puts both palms flat on the ground in a somewhat stereotypical channeling kind of gesture. Decent. Um, and with two sixes, you all kind of feel the air around you pop. Um, okay. And she points at Aletha. Can you, like, walk? Ten feet that way, and points away from the group. Olathe does so. Okay. You can't see the group. Well done, dear. I think if everybody stays, like, really close, this might work. Fuck, this is weird. Is that really close to you, or is there a different focal point? Close to me. I think it's centered on me. I hope it's centered on me and not this piece of dirt. Well, guess we'll find out. Jessica, if I can ask you to try to walk next to JR, that way we don't lag behind. Everyone else can move at their paces. She looks at Astoria. We can do that, right? We can do that. 
the, the group kind of scrunches in a little bit as Jessica, with Astoria in tow, tries to say, stay just a couple feet behind uh, Naomi, Jesse, and JR. And Bodie just in front of them with his sword drawn. Milo is riding on Naomi's shoulders, because of course he is. And Taryn is still out in front, flying around, which more or less just leaves Olathe to figure out where she falls in. Um... Probably in kind of near the front. Well, actually, no. You said Bodie was at the front, correct? Yeah, he's on point. Uh, then Olathe will take the back. Okay. You're now walking even a little bit slower because you're focused on keeping everybody together. Um, but you are steadily closing in to the river. The area that you're walking through now is just like proper industrial wasteland. Everything around you in a 360 degree view is concrete and metal and cranes and containers and just the last place I personally ever want to be. I believe that probably also does not look thrilled about it. (laughs) And now, I do need perception alertness, diff 9, explicitly to sense danger. Lovely. Diff 7 for she of the specialized. (laughs) Okay. You know, if we can just have this be the trend all night, I will I will take that. Two suck. You said diff nine? Mm-hmm. That's funny. <clears throat> glad someone's got tens because that's my second botch of the night it's appropriate though the dice know okay they know Taryn has pushed a little bit too far north to see this Naomi is a little too distracted helping JR stagger along and Astoria is deep in the pain cave. Jessica kind of turns and squints off to the left at a large crane. Like one of those big ones that can pick up a whole, uh, like, not just one of those shipping containers, but the ones that can pick up multiple at once. 
Jesse, Milo, and Aletha also. I guess, uh, yep, that was just them. Um, sorry, I'm thinking I'm missing somebody, and it's it's Bird. Um, you are. So is Astoria. There is something moving ever so slightly on top of that crane. Something very large that probably didn't intend to move and be spotted, but moved enough of one appendage to draw your attention. When you say very large. At this distance, it's not entirely clear. You're a couple hundred yards from it. But there like is my... a black form on top of this crane. I guess my question is, are we talking human large? Are we talking house large? Are we talking large like that thing that we saw that was a bird the size of an airplane? Uh, closer to that. That being said, uh, Naomi, you don't see any particular, I know you can't see this, but in your general surroundings, you don't see anything more than the normal background Kami. Okay. Um, you probably would not have seen anything at all if something hadn't moved. It's no longer moving, and it's because it's so distant and so little, you're, you actually kind of question if you really did see anything or not. Everybody other than Milo. Milo, Milo sees. Milo's <laughs> claws are probably digging into Naomi's shoulder. Milo. Actually, no, I take it back because his claws give ag damage. I was about no, to say. Not probably don't do that. The hair, the hair on him is definitely standing up, and there is a very, very low growl. He, also, uh... Ben, I'm sorry, did you see the message I just sent you? I did, and we're gonna have to talk about that. We're gonna have to. Um... <laughs> That's actually kind of perfect. Milo is going to push an image into Naomi's head a little bit forcefully of the uh, you're going to pay attention to this right now variety. Of just what it is that he can see sitting on top of this crane, because he sees it best. Okay. And it's in going in your DMs. Oh, joy. Now. 
Uh, her voice is sounding breathy, and there's a slight nervous laugh as she's looking up to where Milo is very pointedly staring. We don't happen to have any arachnophobes, do we? Wait. What? I don't know that I like that question, dear. Milo sees a very big spider up there. Bodhi kind of stops walking, turns, with his sword just kind of dangling beside him. Did you say... Are... He sees what now? Keep your voice down. Milo, does that mean it can see us? Even though we're invisible? I don't think so. I don't There's... think it would have moved if it could see us. There's apparently an exceptionally large spider at the top of that crane, so I suggest we all pay very close attention to our surroundings, because there may be more than one. Because if that's the thing that the guy in the door was talking about, he definitely said they, and not it. Giant spiders. Fucking, fucking giant spiders. Jessica does, in fact, have a phobia of spiders. She's breathing a little fast. Mm -hmm. um, Astoria is going to reach out and grab her hand. She catches mid-panic breath and looks down. <sighs> okay. I'm going to focus on that. Because that's nice. And the staying invisible part. I really don't like spiders. Yes, please very much do keep us invisible. Why is there a giant spider? Why is that a thing that anybody... Um, okay. Can we, can we go? Can we not be here? Yes, we can go. A story, is there anything about giant spiders in your book? Is that something like werewolves? Uh, can I make you a intelligence occult roll? Or intelligence cosmology, maybe? Uh, you could do either and get a different answer for either one. Uh, is there a difficulty difference? No. You do both. What if? Yeah, you could do both. Yeah, I can just, just do both. Cool. Send it. What if? Uh, if seven for both. Um, six successes for intelligence occult. Nice. Nominal. That's solid work. And three for the intelligence cosmology. Good enough. 
Intelligence cosmology tells you that in other planes, to include the dreaming, where the changelings are, there are giant spiders. There are other planes than ours where giant spiders just absolutely fucking are a thing. Um, occult tells you that it would be fairly trivial for a sufficiently advanced life mage to just supersize a spider with enough skill in life magic and prime to make it stick, maybe a little bit of mind to make it smarter, a good enough life mage could just make one of these. Okay, so it's either natural from a different dimension or created by a mage. Yep. Uh, cool. <laughs> um, it's... What was your question again? I'm sorry. It just asking if you knew anything about giant spiders and if they're anything like werewolves. I don't, I don't know if that's a, an intelligent thing looking at us or not. Or trying to look. It's... Maybe? I mean, there's a couple of avenues for something like that. There's... A natural one from the different dimension, like the Dreaming or the Umbra. Um, and if it's that, then it's some sort of... Probably very intelligent creature. It might be something created by a mage. Supersized it. Made it stronger, smarter, larger. Anything that a mage desires. But without... Without closer examination, I couldn't really tell you which one. I guess it doesn't matter as much if it doesn't find out that we're here. Charby. Yes. For just a little personal flavor with yes. your spirit shenanigans. As you guys continue walking, uh, there is one spirit that stands out. As you... Start skirting your way around this uh, crane. I'm assuming nobody is deliberately getting closer to this thing. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Making sure y'all didn't want to go fight this thing. I don't think anyone else had a death wish aside from Seth. Making sure. Off to your left, uh, there is one spirit that stands out. Most of the kami in this area are kind of twisted. Um, you've been through industrial areas before and noticed that the spirits in them were never normal. Um, They're not really nature spirits at that point. Yep. But this one stands out, and it is a man. 
standing up straight, which is weird, because usually these kings kind of skulk around, wearing a very old-fashioned looking uniform. Um, he doesn't have a left arm in that uniform. And with the right arm, he does a very flourishing salute straight at you. Takes off the hat, big feathered cap on his head, and puts it to his belly and bowels, and disappears from sight. Yes, the important factor, because Naomi can see both. Was it truly a kami, or was it a ghost? It is, in fact, a ghost. Very respectful ghost. Well, upon seeing him bow, and maybe before he disappears, maybe not, um, Naomi would have given a slight dip of her legs, knowing she can't give proper bow or anything while attempting to hold JR, but also a respectful nod back. But who knows if it was in time before he disappeared or not. Okay. He would probably appreciate it. He's been here for a long time. Probably a lonely old man at this point. After a few more minutes, probably with all of you, definitely with Jessica, uh, looking over your shoulders to make sure that faint black smudge hasn't started moving. It hasn't. You come up to the river. And the railroad trestle going across it. It's nothing particularly fancy. Just a single lane railroad trestle. Those kind of red metal lattice work. Your basic thing. Anything in particular before we send it? That's not a hint. I'm just checking to make sure y'all don't have any particular ideas before you go across. Actually, I think there might have been one thing. Okay. Um, can Milo make a soul sense roll? Okay. Yes. Need perception awareness for that one. Helps if I pull up the right stuff. And there's no set amount as far as I can tell for what that difficulty would be. But he, I will go ahead and put it in the dice rolls, what he got. Okay. Okay. And my understanding of that is that it is essentially to sense fate or demise along one's route. That is more of death sense. He is specifically using the soul sense portion, which I will send Thank you. to you. Ah. Okay. 
Um, like he, he can do both. That's right. But... Yep, that's what I'm mixing up. Uh, um. Okay, so he's doing soul sense, not death sense. Uh, there he's is. Making the, he's making the deliberate perception awareness to look. Mm-hmm. Um. Other than your spectral gentleman behind you and uh, Shelob perching on the fucking crane, uh, nobody in particular in your surroundings. Nobody near the bridge, either. Milo's still distinctly unhappy, and Naomi's probably getting slapped in the face with his unhappy tail. Schwack. Yep. Schwack. Okay. So with that, Bodhi will lead the way out onto the bridge. Things begin to get a little less bleak on this side. Um, and... In the waning sunlight, you actually see a fairly large farm to the north of you, uh, covering a couple of worth of territory. But your objective house is a bit further to the west, about three blocks. Uh, taking direction from Naomi, Bodhi leads you guys a little bit south to start with, to kind of skirt a away from view of that farm area. And you finally get back into a suburban area, with a decent amount of trees and even a little park. And at that point, I need... A perception alertness, hearing-based, from everybody, not to sense danger. What diff did you say? I don't think I did. You did not. Uh, so we'll call it a six. I zero out. Cool. Two ones. I'll do that to you. I also rolled a one, but I still got some successes, thankfully. They gotta come in eventually. I've had a lot of fucking tens tonight. Oh, shit. Yeah. Milo zeroed out. He's still spooked about the spider. Yeah. Okay. All of you with more than no suck can hear a slightly haggard, breathless bit of singing coming down the road to your north. It's... Almost like somebody is 
they'd like to be singing cheerfully, but it comes across more as a nervous tick than anything. And seemingly are approaching your particular spot. Sun's getting low. You're in the buildings. So it's a little gloomy. But you can see a human shape up ahead heading your way. Kind of quickly. Is it on a collision course with us? Yes. If you stay in the road where you are, its path and yours are going to intersect before you make it where you're going. Mm -hmm. We should probably get out of the road quietly. Get off the road! Quick! Jessica is going to kind of hustle with Astoria. Not quite pushing her out of the road, but not not pushing her out of the road. Hear her get out of the road. She's getting out of the road. She's still holding on to her hand. So, like, go, 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 go. Who else? Uh, hobble. Laying in the bubble. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Astoria has controlled the bubble person, so... Yeah, bubble is moving, the rest of us should too. Yeah. Alright. After a couple more minutes... The figure... Actually, it's probably like 30 seconds, to be honest. The figure comes more into view. It is a dude on a longboard booking it downhill. That's where the singing is coming from. Just as he is about to zoop past all of you invisible without noticing you standing by the side of the road, he hits a pothole uh, doing mock Jesus on this longboard downhill. Chase. Dex Athletics. I even have some of that. What diff? Eight. Nice. One success. Beautiful. You managed to get off of the longboard... Not by getting catapulted face down. Uh, you kind of do that thing when you're losing control of your board and you hop off the side and run really fast for a second. Um, as the board careens down the road and he manages to break his fall just a little before toppling over and rolling a couple times. And coming to a stop, face up, in the middle of the street. Uh, Chase is going to just lay there for like at least a minute 
<coughs> and I need to verify with you. Uh, the other bit that we had talked about is that gonna be yes. a thing. Yep. That one. Okay. Uh, yeah, after laying there for about a minute, kind of shake himself off, stand up, take a couple of drunken-looking steps forward, fall down again, laugh a... Uh, Kind of angry sounding laugh. And get back up and try again. Those of you who have it. Wits medicine. Alright. <sighs> what dip? Uh, he's at close range. I will call it a six. Just spotting something fairly obvious. Two suck. Three suck for me. Okay. Naomi. Homeboy's got a lot of blood on him. Astoria and Olathe. The source of said blood. Jesse also had two. Oh, okay. Jesse as well. I realize what Jesse had points in medicine. Um, there is a crossbow bolt in this dude's back. In his left lower back, in fact, poking out the front. Astoria, in particular, The location of this crossbow bolt, it would be fucking miraculous if it hadn't done something to his kidney and or renal artery on its way through that particular piece of meat space. That's rough, buddy. Yeah, that that does sound like a lot of not our problem right now. Chase! Sure do. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Chase! Oh, for sure. Perception awareness. Uh, other thing that I had been typing out to you was that. Um, ah. Like out of character? 100%. But right now? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, now ain't it. That's rough, yeah. buddy. Okay, Chase. Um, there is a large cluster of human mind patterns, like, right there. Me, 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 me. I'm invisible. Fuck. <laughs> but there's <laughs> nobody... A million fucking... times that invisibility is so cheap to get because it's even cheaper to see through. Yeah. Guess what, System Mastery? We have a bunch of newbies who don't know that. <laughs> 
I shouldn't have been in the party with your dying. The spider definitely saw you. That's all. Um, spider might not know mind magic. It's just a regular spooter, it probably don't. After attempt number two of stand up and uh, attempt to continue walking to go fetch his longboard and a quick glance around and also ending up back down on one knee. Kind of a uh, drunken looking grin in the party's direction, followed by a wave. Jessica freaks out a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We're, we're still invisible. I didn't think he could see us. What? That only covers normal vision, dear. Shit! Fuck, that was loud. hear us, though. Hey, guys. Hello. I don't suppose anybody feels like taking a... <clears throat> I don't feel great. Uh, I got this thing in me. I think it might kill me. But if it doesn't kill me and you happen to have something to do with that, I think most people are like interested in food and medicine right now and I do have a fair bit of that. Not the get this out of my back variety of medicine. Fucking probably that too, but um. Anyway, ah, uh, and if you guys are with those like rose people, just kill me, please. Honestly, I give up. God damn it! Naomi is going to hand Jr. off, and she is going to step out of the invisibility. Chase kind of stares for a moment. I'm not the one who's going to be able to heal you, but you don't want to keep going that direction. There's a giant ass spider over there. (laughs) (laughs) You know how I was really, really hoping not to see an angel. And, uh, Chase face plants. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? To look no. back towards Invisible Party. Hands up. Uh, Bodhi's gonna step out of the bubble. We leaving him? Dumbass isn't dead. Are we really doing this? No. I'm not gonna leave him. If nothing else, he knows where the Rose people are, so he's a good source of information. Who knows? He may have actually come from the same place they have Dane. He might have. So I guess let's put him back together. Um, how? F- this is Bodhi again. Okay, how far are we from where we're going, Naomi? The answer to that yeah. is... About two blocks north. It's about two blocks away. Um, I 
Aletha, do you think you could at least stabilize him? And we carry him. Well, those finish? two are talking, Aletha's activating life vision. Okay. Go for it. Roll them beans. She no, does so. Do not. Four. Do not. <laughs> God damn it, dear. I'm trying to chew at the same time. Plain Ben, do not. I do have that. to throw it out there no. once every no. few months just for the reaction. You do not have to. Do what? <laughs> Which is like basically the same thing as having to. One success, four two two. Allow it. I'm watching you. With always watching. Yep, exactly. Um with your previous wits medicine check. Um you can at least tell that it didn't hit anything extremely important. Like, yeah, he's leaking. Um, but if it had hit his renal artery, he was a thousand percent going to bleed out before y'all did much about it at this point. Or his kidney. Okay. Um, um, is he actively getting worse? He's still leaking. He's not conscious anymore. I mean, yeah, he's unconscious. there's leaking like, and there's pouring. It, you know, like, is he going to make it the two blocks without work or... You're experienced enough to know the difference between arterial and venous bleeding. This is not arterial bleeding. You theoretically shouldn't drag this guy two blocks, but he's probably not going to die if you do. If I'm helping carry him, will he make it just fine? Probably. Cool. Then, um, Olathe is going to... Probably reach into a bag, pull out some kind of plant that Sting doesn't know, but that would represent strength, and use it to boost her strength with life magic. So life two effect. Okay. Five five one. Get styled on. Uh, that is a success. Or yeah, that, that is a success. Uh-oh. Hold on, you're doing life magic to make yourself stronger? Yes. Uh, Arc of life would drop by one. It sure wouldn't. Because spark of life is explicitly for healing abilities. Is it explicitly healing? Yes. So you just botched. Great, cool. Uh, take your paradox. Uh-huh, yep, yep, yep. Wouldn't that just be a zero? No. Five, six, one? Oh, there was a six in there? Five, I thought you said five, five, one. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that. I thought it was Nope, perfect. you're okay. Okay, making sure that I didn't have it wrong. Uh, no, yeah, that's a botch. That's a single botch, but it's a botch. Um, wait, is it a life three, or would it be a life two since I'm doing it to myself? Alter no, wait, it life would be three. life three. Yep. That's what I was right. double checking before I passed passed judgment. Cool. We just recently, we're wrong on that one in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's not super bad, but you are hit by a strong wave of wave 
strong wave of fatigue. Uh, you really just want to go lie down. You Wolf. probably are not going to be useful in hauling this guy. Nope, we're doing it again. Fuck it, more magic. Now he's thinking like a mage. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. It does increase in difficulty. I was about to this say, yes. Bullshit. I'm throwing a willpower behind it. All right, so diff six. Oh, wait, no, diff seven, but with one success. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> seven, eight, two, and a willpower. So three successes. Okay. Uh, You feel a little bit less like you need to go maybe nap-nap time. And do kind of feel a bit stronger. Um, as if you can do most of the work of hauling this guy the next couple of blocks. Cool. With Modi on the other side. I would say that would give me at least strength four. Yeah. Alright. Well, this is gonna pick him up. Can someone grab his board thing? And gesture for Naomi to lead on. Hey. Naomi, I guess, will go and pick up the sword thing and... Board. Uh, the board thing, Long okay. Skateboard. Yeah. Skateboard. The board thing. She'll pick that up and... Jessica, can you move back so that I can see you again? She's just going to poke her head and only her head out of her bubble. Can she poke her head out of her own bubble when she's the center? She's controlling it. She'll okay. just wiggle it back a little bit. Okay. But I had the same question. Didn't put bubble. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Just... She's just gonna shift it a little bit behind her for a moment. Return to bubble. Okay. Return to buble, and then uh, moving on. Adding another cripple to your party. Walking two blocks becomes a lot more of an ordeal than walking two blocks should be for just about anybody. But more or less as the sun is setting, you arrive in front of the house. And... Hold on. Can I just do this? Here we go. I'll put it in art memes and vibes, I guess. Hopefully this works. Yeah. That's what you see waiting for you. There, two-story. Got it. I love houses like that. Is that Charby or Naomi? It's me. It's Charby. Yeah, I thought so too. That's it. That's yeah, Charby. It's really cute house. Well, I'm a big fan of that house. Not gonna lie. I love the skinny long houses. Um, yep. Out of character, Stinger and I were talking a lot about them while walking through Chicago a couple weeks ago, getting to admire houses exactly like this. It was great. The one next door looks, I mean, is boarded up on the lower windows. 
Um, does not appear to be in any use. Um, and the one to the right isn't boarded, but it also looks fairly unused. This one, on the other hand, uh, looks to be in perfect shape. And then all of you perception awareness about it. If six. Also, Davion, at what point do you want to start rolling for Paradox? How many Paradox do you have right now? Six. Ooh. Okay. Would you like to roll for it now? Um. If so, I'm okay with that. Bird, do you have that chart on hand? Somebody has that chart on hand. Uh, for what? For Paradox. What about it? I swear I see, saw this chart in the last couple days. How many uh, Carby, you are muted. Our conversation, Ben, that was with me. That was with you. Okay, I knew... Actually, that was the levels of quiet. However, I do have the Paradox Backlash right above that. So I will post that in yes. general. Ugh. And you can save it wherever the hell you want. Perfect. Thank you. Um, so roll me six dice. If six. Okay. Six dice. If six. Um. I don't. I don't know that I like this. What's it mean if I double botch? God damn it, Stinger! Excuse me? Um, Isn't that a good thing? I think it's or... actually a good thing. Yeah. Uh, it is. A botch on a Paradox roll clears your Paradox without uh, actually yeah. having anything bad happen to you. Oh my god. What? Yeah. <laughs> but you just cleared all your Paradox and it doesn't hurt you. You just feel better now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did you fail backwards into being better? Of course, of course, of course he would be the one to do this. He would be the one to fucking be the first one to do this. Oy vey. Alright. Anyway. Will Wheaton Powers activate? Back to uh, the perception <laughs> awarenesses that we're Five rolling about. Five and two ones. And I'm, just like, I'm looking at it and I'm going, hmm... <laughs> I've never rolled oh. Paradox before. I'm concerned. And I was about to hurt him, too. All right. <clears throat> oh. I was about to hurt him, too, he said. <laughs> no, I, I knew he was about to hurt I knew what he was, was going to hurt me. That's why when I double botched, I was like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, real bad or real good. I've already no been blind. Good. Let's do this one. Yeah, this one goes great. I think the only time I've done another paradox roll was with fucking Franz. Yeah, and that uh, was I got what? told after the fact that if I got fifteen successes or more, Franz just died on the spot. <laughs> he so just like, was gonna cease to exist. <laughs> <laughs> Count yourself lucky. Y'all were just gonna come out of that bar, and there was just gonna be a. A Seth-shaped gap in the fabric of the universe. Seth? 
Seth. Christ. Yes, it was going to be Seth, just to make it more confusing. Ron Shapes gap. gap in the fabric of the story is heart right now. I was about ow, to say. Ow, ow. Alright, anyway, what? back to the plot. The That's Perception the awareness from all you chuckle fucks. Was it, wait, awareness or alertness? Awareness. Explicitly uh, awareness. I... I think I just lost the... I don't know if I rolled that before or not, so I'll just roll it again, I guess. Oh my god. You said perception awareness? Yes. What did? Uh, six. I botch. Are you serious? <laughs> Seven, four, two, two, one, one. I botch. Alright, Olympha <laughs> walks straight towards the house, puts her hand on the doorknob, uh, as if to open the door, and promptly gets yeeted down the stairs, landing on her butt, and suffering one point of bashing damage. Yeah. User has been yeah. kicked from your channel. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Everybody else, in the dice rolls chat. Look. 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 I'm... I'm... Apparently, just gonna get my ones about it, okay? Jesus Christ. I gotta be ready for that next reflex catch of someone. Yeah, reflex catch yourself getting yeeted up, yeeted by a house. Okay, I didn't get a roll for that. Okay. That might have made it. Nope. You 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 made the profit of a botch, so now suffer the consequences of a botch. Um the rest of you can clearly see that this house is to use the highly technical term warded up the ass. This is immediately obvious to all of you. Um Of course, the two with the most successes don't have the magical training to know what I'm about to fucking tell them. Hell no! Uh, hey, uh, welcome to botching as the DM. Yeah? Can I rely on Milo being something of a translator? Yes. Milo kind of pours himself off of your shoulder walks past where Olathe is sitting on the floor and kind of snorts in where I'm going to nod and go yeah it's it's yeah that follows and flicks his tail at a point near the door which the tail kind of bounces off something he can't see he turns uh he doesn't turn his head turns like an owl backwards and looks at Astoria. This is Order of Hermes bullshit, right? You're Order of Hermes bullshit, right? Yeah, let me clear it. No, no, no. Bad. Don't clear it. We need it. Just do some Order of Hermes bullshit so it knows... That you're it. Yeah? Clear Ward, bad. Ward, keep safe. He's deliberately being an asshole at this point. 
Just make it open. Okay. Um, I'm gonna open without breaking her order of Hermes. Okay. Uh, give me wits. Uh, cult, I think. Yes. You said wits a cult. Mm-hmm. What diff? Six, because you've been order of Hermes your entire life. I got a question. Mm-hmm. Was that mind link telepathy said in a way that just Astoria could hear? Uh, Astoria Wait, and telepathy. Yes. To, from who? From Milo. Why did? Why do you think he always speaks in people's brains? Oh, okay. He, he doesn't speak out loud. Okay. Yeah, well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sort of. Um. Just Mila or just Astoria and Naomi could hear that. Naomi will gripe at him. You don't have to be such an asshole about it. Where where just Naomi can hear it, he's gonna mumble. She doesn't have to be so dumb about it either. I'm breathing, you fuck nugget. How many successes? Five. Plenty. Okay. Uh, Astoria knows that there is a glyph pattern that she can sketch basically on the surface of the ward that will tell the house, I am Order of Hermes, please open the door and don't kill me. Um, I'm going to do that then. Okay. It takes a couple minutes. Um, but when it does, those of you who are aware of the wards, uh, notice a character shift in them. Basically saying, you know, speak friend and enter. And Astoria, where your hand is like, trying to touch the door is actually able to touch the door. And the as your finger touches the door, the uh, doorknob turns of its own accord and swings inward. Jessica moves to go inside and pull a story with her. Well, get off the street, guys. Damn. We need to search the house. We will. I 
supposed perception investigation from anybody that wants to go rummaging through the house. Milo's specifically going to go rummage. Hello, yes. I have a person that I'm currently helping carry, so... Mm -hmm. We're setting people down, though, right? Yeah. Uh... Yeah. What dip did you say? Six. Uh, JR is deposited on a couch in the front room. Um, Bodhi is going to help you actually take Chase all the way to the kitchen and plop him on the island countertop right in the middle. Good enough. Um, Jesse, you find a closet with what looks to be, um, well, it's familiar looking gear of the kind of any would stash anywhere that he could fit it. Food, bedding, assorted survival nonsense. Um, oh, the, hell yeah. the rest of you find, um, Similar to the other safe house, a lot of assorted clothing in various sizes, and bedding for each room of the house, which also seems strangely larger on the inside. Um, there are enough beds for all of you. With a couple of double beds here and there. I want to make a note that after people are deposited and while everyone else is searching the house, Naomi is going to spend the time hauling each of the bikes into the entryway so that they are in the house the, itself. Okay. Uh, Latha's gonna get to work healing Chase. Okay. Uh, give me some RTA life rolls then. RTA life. Okay. Let's see. Reroll the ten. Okay. Reroll the ten. Okay. Reroll the ten. <laughs> That's where one. his tens went. <laughs> I found another. Three. <laughs> Two, seven, ten. Ten, ten, one. Okay. Okay. So. Three suck to start with. Okay. Um. Gonna be working on getting the bolt worked out. And basically, like healing it behind it as it works out. Okay. That way, it's not ripping its way through. Of how or what are we doing with the bolt? Uh, actually, All right. could I retcon slightly? Okay. Could I have that be a matter life roll, or would you rather two separate rolls to be working down the the uh, the head so that it's basically just a shaft, so it would be more of a straight pull rather than having the entire head that would have to work its way back through. Um, I will give you, I will give you either a matter roll, um, 
Give me a flat wits. Okay. Uh, eight, seven, one. Huh. One success. It's okay. Uh, you have me. you have treated hunting accidents before, where idiots have shot somebody's cow. Um, yeah. this is a modern-looking crossbow bolt. Huh? The broadhead tips screw in to the shaft. Fair, but I still need to get it out of his body. Yes, but you could. It's poking out the opposite end. Okay, I didn't. I guess I didn't realize it had come all the way through. Yes, that's when I described it earlier. I said it was poking out of the front of his stomach, or not stomach, but lower abdomen. Uh, so you could just screw the broad head off and pull the blade, the shaft back. All right. We will do that for the first one. Well, that feeling be enough to have Chase like alert again. And it was three suck. Yes. Okay. I believe we had established you had, what, two of lethal and some bashing? Yes. Okay. I am <coughs> um, going to say uh, the two of lethal are gone, mine, and one of the bashing, because that's what you're prioritizing, is the lethal wound. Yes. Um, <coughs> so leaving Chase at whatever remainder of bashing we had decided on. And he is yeah. able to wake up. You're laying on a kitchen counter with a Native American woman looking down at you. Stares for a long moment, followed by... <sighs> Don't move, say, I'm not done. Of all the bets I had, this is not what I thought the afterlife looked like. Good. You might still win your bet someday. Oh, shit. Wait, am I alive? To make things a little bit more confusing, a ball of black fluid boils up the front of Olathe, using her as a ladder, and then splutes on top of you, as if investigating before forming into a cat that turns its nose up as if bored and hops down. Uh, attempt to pet cat. <laughs> uh, he liquid wiggles his way away from your hand. He's not impressed. Fair enough. If you've seen the comic... Of the person attempting to pet a cat and the cat just getting flatter and flatter <laughs> and floating out, that is Milo. It's literally that. Not even for somebody who smells as nice as Chase. I see how it is. Right now he smells like almost died. Milo's also an asshole. I I want it's to make dick. this very clear. He Oh yeah, I know. He <laughs> interacts with other humans when they're useful. 
I'm mostly going to be saying that for Olathe's reference is uh, <laughs> chaste smells nice, real nice, and a more like not clean rain scent, but like primal, like this is a good person kind of smell. All right. Uh, would I still have life vision up? I'm assuming I would. Yes. Cool. Is there something weird about his life pattern in that way? Yes. Yes. Cool. He is a relatively biologically engineered human. Uh, another one. Biologically, not mechanically. Yeah, but there's one group that, like, would probably be the ones who would do this. <laughs> Erd, you also forgot something. Yeah? We'll talk about it later. I, if it's what I think you're thinking, I forgot, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, he is biologically modified somehow. Possibly in a couple of somehows. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. If we have to kill him later, we have to kill him later. Harsh. <laughs> Look, it's the apocalypse? Coming from you and your last character, Bird. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Astoria. Astoria? Jessica is going to kind of guide you to a couch, try to get you to sit down, and rest for a second. Do you acquiesce to her attempt to get you to rest for a second? I've already searched the house, so I guess. Or are you just going to bed? Because it is like 7.30ish, and it's been a day. Uh, I think we have a discussion to be had with the party, so... I think you do. Okay. That's not ominous. Chase, what else are you going to do now that you've woken up, been spluted on, and realized that uh, this weird Native American woman probably just saved your life? Uh, Olathe told him to not move too much because she's still working, so he is going to uh, go back to not moving too much and let her continue working. Alright. Olathe, are you doing more life magic about it? Um. Roughly how battered is he still? Uh, I believe two more <coughs> points of bashing. Worth. Yeah. Two more bashing? Three more Which, bashing. Or three more bashing. Alright, yeah, that would be far enough. Yeah, she would probably continue trying to work on him. Why, though? Please botch. Two tens and a one so far. <laughs> a ten and a one! Kirby, can you come here? Are you fucking... Not at the moment. I believe He's you, though. 
flipping coins. <laughs> and a nine. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture of that one. So right now above my dice tree bed, I have ten, 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 nine, one, one. You're so two successes. That's ridiculous. To be fair, be I heard those dice rolls. He is not fucking with you. Uh, Alright, well, with two successes, that is enough to top off his bashing damage. Cool. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, honestly, I guess I'm going to leave this to Elaine, then. Of uh, Are you well and Yo. truly done skis, or do you want to push through for just a little bit longer? How much is a little bit longer? 10.30 at the latest. Can we at least have a moment of chase intro? Chase intro and let uh, Astoria frankly, do. Frankly, we might even be able to get to the point where we can RP this coming week. Okay. Yeah. I also need I... to remind everybody that I cannot do a session next Tuesday night. So oh, the plan is... Weeks. Yes. We're setting ourselves up for two weeks of text RP. So don't fuck it up. <laughs> Okay. Damn, okay, fine. <laughs> I guess we're keeping on with a keep on. Alright, so, Chase, you are feeling pretty fucking good now. Um, you are no longer feeling the intense uh, unpleasantness of blood loss. Holy shit. Alright. You right. are wonderful. Uh, is anyone here? I, I, I'm Chase, by the way. Pleasure to meet you. Um, is anyone here tweaked out by dogs? Um, no. You hear I'll be right back. a really distant hiss from somewhere in the house from farther away than should have been able to hear that. Ugh. Of course. Well, Milo will live. Fantastic. I'm gonna get my dog, and then, like, any questions, comments, concerns, whiskey that you would like, I'm all yours. Jessica jumps up. Uh, hold on. I'm. You're going where? To get my dog. It'll be two seconds. I'm not leaving the house. It's fine. Okay. And uh, Chase gets up off the kitchen counter takes a key out of his pocket, uh, goes over to the bathroom, and then closes the door, sticks the key in the door, opens the door again, steps into what is decidedly not a bathroom, whistles, and then comes back out with a rather large dog and shuts the door behind himself, then opens it again, Revealing regular fucking bathroom again. Uh, key is promptly pocketed again. Followed by Chase getting down on his knees. Which is not entirely necessary given the size of the dog. Putting his arms around said dog's neck. And asking him in a decidedly adorable voice. Who's a good boy? It's you, buddy. It's you. I told you I'd be back soon. <laughs> Extremely happy uh, doggo. This is Samson. 
uh, Samson, for everyone's reference, is... Did you come out the bathroom? What? Did you come out the bathroom? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> He's just yes, went from that to, uh, this is Samson, so... Yes, no, he opened the door to the bathroom, stepped inside for a second, whistled, stepped back out, closed the door, opened the door again. Uh, for a brief second there, in the middle of him opening and closing the door several times, at one point it was to a room that was decidedly not the bathroom. Uh, but then it was back to the bathroom again, and he had a dog. And uh, Samson is an absolutely gigantic Tibetan Mastiff. Uh, they grow be about 90 to 150 pounds. And 30 inches tall at the shoulder. Uh, he is closer to 35, 36 inches and probably about 200 pounds. He's a big one. And he currently appears to be head empty, no thoughts, happy to see Chase again. Uh, while petting and informing Samson that he is, in fact, the best boy. Uh, Chase will turn to look over at Olathe and Jessica and say, uh, So, wait. <clears throat> so, hi, again. You got uh, Charmy I needed there. to make sure my dog was okay. <laughs> but, like, sup? Thank you, again. Um, do you like whiskey? I think I could do with a little whiskey. I will get you some of that in just a few minutes after I find a place for Samson to sleep. Uh, questions, comments, concerns, etc. You guys definitely aren't with the Rose people, right? Like, this isn't some fucked up elaborate trick to, like, make me think I've got hope and then, like, skin me or some shit. Bodhi ch uh, pipes up at that point. Uh, his voice a little darker than Bodhi usually is. No, we're not with them. As he said, no. Although I am very becoming more and more curious and concerned as to what goes on with these people. Uh, after a brief search, Chase, the easiest way to get him something to sleep on would probably be some of the sleeping bags piled up in the closet. Oh, fantastic. We put dinner away. Because there is a bed for every human currently in I the house. It, That's cool. We're laying out like two or three sleeping bags um, nesting with Samson. Okay. Um. Eventually, not immediately, because there's like people and they're not even hostile. Yeah. So in the living room, uh, JR is passed out on one couch. Had not touched base with what Jesse is doing. Oh, I was dicking around and looking at stuff. Um, yes, so you I did guess, do that. Yes, when finished with that, she's probably just vibing in the. 
It's near JR. Okay. Um, on the other couch is Astoria and Jessica next to her, still holding her hand. And one empty spot on that couch. And Bodie was in the kitchen with Olathe and Chase. I guess that leaves Naomi, who I think was also searching the house. No, Naomi had been dragging bikes inside while That's else right. was searching. Okay. Uh, so after Naomi finishes stacking bikes in the foyer, she would also be in close proximity to the living room. Bodie. Excuse me. Is going to kind of lead the way, kind of gesture to Olathe and Chase after uh, reaching down to scritch doggo ears. We'll uh, gesture towards the living room. I think there's some conversations that need to be had. Most likely. And I would like to. Check on both Astoria and JR as well. Okay. So that sets us in, uh, sets the scene for the living room. Who wants to start this conversation? I suppose before Olathe and Bodie and Chase uh, come into the living room, Naomi, since she finished hauling bikes in, is going to be looking at a story and said, and say, a story, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea for us to ward this house against spirits tonight, too, before we fully settle. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. I still have, she digs through her bag for a moment. I still have some candles left from the Mortadello house, so I'm good for a while longer, but I am going to have to find more at some point or another. I have some, um, but we're going to need more sooner than later. Right. Uh, there's definitely a closet with candles in this house. It is a hermetic. I mean, yeah, it is a hermetic safe house. Um. I'm sure we have some in here. We'll just have to look around a little bit more later. On that case, if there are some already here, I'm going to keep the ones I've got in my bag. I don't really mind the smell of cinnamon rolls later. But that's likely going to be the conversation going on when the other three enter. Okay. Hmm. Well, if that's when the other three enter, uh, Chase is going to chime in with, I have candles. Um, like a lot of them. You do? Yes. I have a lot of a lot of things. Um, I, I did mean it. Oh, God. I said some stuff. Um, anyway, moving on. You sure on. did, buddy. <laughs> Look, it's an honest mistake, all right? It was weird, but we can get past it. Great. So, I have a lot of a lot of things, and I did mean it when I said that uh, 
I'm more than happy to share that with the people who just saved my life. So if you need candles, I will snag some candles when I go snag some whiskey for Aletha, I think. So where is this where is this stuff coming from? You're just me. You have a dog. You get to get yes. whiskey. It's just it's just you're pulling it out of your butt. Like what where is the stuff coming from? Wow. Uh normally Normally I'd say something stupid like mind your business or trade secret or etc cetera, etc cetera. but since I only had to beg a little bit for you guys to save my life instead of just watch me die in the street and pretend you didn't see me, um, I have a key. A key to a handful of places where I have several handfuls of things. Uh, just needs to be stuck into a door, and it can take me there. Well, that's useful. Sure is. Does it take you only to specific spots, or is it sort of a one-size-fits-all option? Uh, five places that I have saved, and places specifically that I have been before, is a requirement. That's a shame, but still useful. You know, it'd be nice to be able to go anywhere in the country, wherever I felt like it, but uh, not quite that lucky, I guess. Um, so, candles, whiskey, Before sand, that, scratches ears. Yes? Whoop. What would your name be? Chase. And yours? Naomi. He kind of... squints at her a little bit. And then decides, like, fuck it if this doesn't work out, and he burns too many bridges with this party, he can just leave anyway, so, like, why not full send at all times? And switches to Japanese. Uh, specifically, you look like you might speak Japanese. That's probably racist, but do you speak Japanese? Raised eyebrow Japanese back. Yes, and clearly you do, too. <laughs> Holy shit! That's awesome. Switching back to English anyway, so we don't leave out everyone else. Uh, that's fair. Um, you. Does everyone else want to introduce themselves? Should listen to the music. My name is Olatha. Chase points. Uh, and still giving him slightly sussed out expression. 
I'm Jessica. I'm Desi. That's my brother, JR. All right, Jessica, Jesse, um, full disclosure, I am going to mix that up at least once or twice. I'm sorry in advance. Um, I hope you can understand why. JR, are you having as bad of a time as I was not very long ago? I think you're having a worse time than I was not very long ago. <coughs> it's, uh, well, it's a pretty shitty time. I'm not going to lie. Brother went crazy. Got magic. Or got magic and then went crazy. Uh, I think he might have been possessed. Did some weird shit to me. Uh, I, it's a bad time. Shit. You sound like you could also do some whiskey, buddy. Uh, you get a thumbs up without him looking up from the couch. Do we have food here? Likely some. Yeah, there's a decent stock of survival food. MRE style, basically. I will have questions about that then. Okay. How good of the MREs do we get? Do we get a pizza <laughs> MRE? It's oh, a random assortment. If we really want to get into the weeds on this, I can make you guys roll for entropy on what fucking MRE you open. If it's not Chili Mac, it's you're wrong. Omelet. It's probably... The Sloppy Joe one's pretty good, too. Sloppy Joe good. one is amazing. The MREs still work, though. Uh, I mean, it's chemical. It's not... I was yeah, about a lot to... of that chemical stuff does not work. <laughs> The heating I mean, element may or may not work, but you can also eat MREs cold or heat them up otherwise. Ask me how true. I know. Uh, I will and, note that uh, we are getting astray. In the weeds. Yep, yes. In the weeds. And I guess, given that you didn't freak out over earlier, magic, you know it, you have it. Oh, he more than knows it. Finger guns. Wonderful. And All it's right. not just Aletha... because of the key you have, right? Correct. But Aletha, I, you... He more than knows it. What's, like, come on. <laughs> you, you, just say it. Whatever you're thinking, just say it. <laughs> that you've been a little altered? Yes, I have. I am Jessica Squint. 94% human. Um, last I checked, that <clears throat> honestly, I haven't checked very often. 
Well, that's still a, a bit more than a lot of people know. Like my dog, if that makes anything feel better. Didn't quite catch the beginning of that. I got it in Tibet like my dog, if that makes anyone feel better. <laughs> Bodhi pipes up from somewhere behind you. Uh, hey, yeah, uh, Bodhi. Um, Hi. Tibet? Yes. Been there. Nice place. Didn't really like the people. I was mostly hanging out with uh, some Euthanatos guys who uh, were raising poor Samson over here to fight hit marks. And uh, I kind of <clears throat> disagreed on that one a little bit. And uh, now I'm not in Tibet, but I have Samson. So mm. are you a traditionalist then? I am unaligned and happier that way. And you didn't seem like an Akashic. No. They're like chiller than the Euthanatoid, but. <sighs> You're an Akashic, aren't you? He gives you a single nod. Kind of <laughs> leaning back against the wall with his arms crossed across his chest. I'm just assuming, because uh, you're the first one to say Akashic. I am. Or was. I don't know who is... Well, you get it. He kind of uncrosses his arms and just gestures broadly in a the entire world is fucked gesture. Yeah, well, that dude, you can't just call them and say, hey man, do I still have a job? I, I feel you. Well, <clears throat> the group you appear to have been with is also seems to have been having a bit of problems. Jessica perks up at this point. Just said I'm aligned. Yeah. So you said something about the Rose people. They're the ones that shot you? I think so. There were like a lot of people trying to shoot. So what did you do to piss them off? Not that it seems that hard. She shoots a glance at Bodhi. A lot of food from them. That'll do it. Yeah. In my defense, they're assholes. That's putting it mildly. Where were you that you got shot? Near here? Uh, you remember that, like, big hill that I crashed down? Vividly. Doesn't sound that great when I say it that way. Uh, that way, like, a couple of miles. So not the immediate vicinity, but not far either. 
not as far as I would have liked to make it, but uh, I would have liked to not get shot in the back with the crossbow. Probably should have brought Samson with me after all, but I thought it was going to be a little more finesse than that. It Did is... they seem... I'm sorry, go ahead. I, that's, that was it. It is what it is. Did they seem stationed there, or were they traveling? I have to message me now. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi's trying to be logical and get information. Thank you, Benji. Mm -hmm. I was already typing um, that out. <laughs> they had a warehouse set up back that way. Um, it was guarded and boarded, and people were a little grumpy. Um, but they didn't catch me until I had taken a fair bit of food out of it with a key. Oh, Naomi's going to dig through her bag for a moment and pull out the old map that she had started with and is going to indicate to Seth and grab, not Seth, goodness, Chase and grab a pen. I'm sorry. It's going to take us a little while. Uh, um, indicate to Chase with a pen roughly here, you'd say? It's, uh, it's a warehouse, kind of the, actually, really it's one of those big storage units that's being used as a warehouse. Um, Naomi's just going to be marking on her map roughly where it was as a, hey, make sure to avoid this spot. Yeah, a couple miles north of you, north and west a bit. Uh, yes, Chase will go ahead and mark that out and give the best rundown he can of I went in this side, there were some guards here. Um, I'm reasonably confident they will have changed to that now that somebody has broken in and stolen a bunch of their shit, but this is what they were doing at the time, just in case. Um... I had a rough list of the things that he saw inside of said warehouse, which is up to DM's discretion. Mostly food, bulk food storage. Bodhi's gonna chime up. 
So you found one of their food warehouses. You found anything else of theirs? Like where they might eat prisoners? Or do you just steal from people? No judgment. I'm just kind of going to try to get a feel for your level of involvement here. How did you know they had food to start with? I guess is my question. Um, Basic logic. I'm going to go with that one. Uh, They are an organization that is claiming to, I'm not entirely sure, but they seem to be an organization that is taking over the area. Um, Step one to taking over an area is make sure you're the one with food. Uh, Something, something, soldiers fight on their stomachs, not with their guns. Um, So I figured they were probably going to be stockpiling food, and they were much like I am. Um, And I figured they've probably got it somewhere. And that large buildings, specifically the sort that have large windows for appropriate climate control, is probably a logical place to keep said food. So I started poking around. Um, I've tried to avoid talking to them where possible given how my first run-in with them went, which was quite negatively. Um, So I haven't been able to do a whole lot of interviews with them, and I haven't exactly been looking for strongholds in general. But it sounds like you are. Well, it's part of the reason we're back in this shithole instead of somewhere safe. Speaking of that, Bodhi, I had an idea, but it's a stupid one, and it's... I don't have any guarantee that I wouldn't get caught doing it. But I might have a way of finding Dane if I'm given a lot of time and take it slow, I guess. He thinks for a minute. What do you have in mind? Uh, More specifically, what you have in your mind. I think that through you, I could find Dane's mind pattern and search for him that way. But I'll have to take a lot of time covering my tracks to do so. Because if they've got mages, then they're probably looking for people who can do such a thing. He shakes his head. I've already tried that. Wherever they're keeping him, it's warded. It's a good idea, but I already tried. Fair enough. But, if we can find the areas that are warded, it will narrow down the potential options, at least. Now that is a thought. They're going to be putting a lot more 
resources into hiding the places where they don't want their trapped mages to be found than they are going to food warehouses. Good point. I guess that would be our starting point then. Jessica looks at Astoria for a second, gives her hand a tiny squeeze. All right. I guess I have to be the bad guy and say it. Can we even still do this? We. Well, we lost Seth. Astoria is spent. JR is, not to put too fine a point on it, dead weight. And we just got you, points at Chase, back alive, and we don't... Well, I don't know that we. I really trust you yet. Can we still do this? Or do we Bodhi need spent, to consider our options? Bodhi spent all this time helping us. It'd be pretty shitty to just abandon him now. I, I know, and I don't... I don't want to abandon him. He did save my life. And Dane saved my life. I just want us to think about whether... This is even still something we can do. If we all die trying to do this, that doesn't help Dane either. Yeah? Just want all our options on the table. Can we still do this? <clears throat> we don't know. We didn't know if we could do it to begin with. I think the our best move right now is to start the search. See if Chase here can give us any more info on these people. And work our way from there. Do a deep hey, dive Astoria? into my brain tonight and see if I can pull up anything useful. Um, in the meantime... Let's consider the whiskey a gift, and uh, I'll help you guys with this name guy if I can. Uh, since you did save my life, and I owe you like a real one, not just here's some shit that doesn't mean much to me. Hey, Astoria. Yes. Given that I was able to look at this house earlier when we were further away, are we able to activate any latent wards to prevent it being found via correspondence? There should already be some wards on it, but I can try and go through and see if we can turn anything else on. That may not be a bad idea before we start trying to search for Dane. Um, would you like another... Um, uh, Occult roll uh, or whatever it was you had me roll earlier? 
I'll go ahead and tell you that one of the things Astoria would know is that an Order of Hermes house would not typically be warded to be invisible. It would be more subtle than that. Okay. Um, it would be warded to prevent anyone from seeing what's going on inside. Because if it's warded to not be findable under correspondence, then it's a blank spot on the map. And blank right. spots on the map tell you that there's something there and that someone doesn't want you to see. Right, and that kind of leads into what Naomi is trying to fish for. Yes, so it is already warded so that if someone is looking at it with correspondence, they don't see what's going on inside or changes that are happening. They see um, the house at a fixed state. Well, I thought I just had a bad go with magic earlier, but that makes a lot of sense, too. Uh, Dane, when you were looking for Bodhi, you said it was warded. Did it seem kind of like this place would, or were they more sloppy about it? I guess it's probably something like this, because I I just couldn't get a trace of him. Um... There's a few different spots in the city that are awarded. I think that it's spreading, almost like they're steadily warding more and more. But there's a lot of places downtown and along the waterfront that are warded out. It could always be one of those, or just somewhere I haven't looked yet. It's Your, your idea is sound, to find where you can't see, but you still have to look first. Right. And I haven't had a lot of time to look while trying not to die. Well, ideally, being here for now will give us that opportunity. But, personally, before... At least before I start helping to look for that, I want to see about us getting some food in us, and I also am hoping a story, and I can work on warding, the, making sure the house is warded against spirits, because I'd rather not have our earlier friend come back again. Okay. Go ahead and give me those Arate rolls. But I do think we need to call it. Before I, we drag Jesse too much later into the night. That's the thing, is I'm trying to leave it so that the RT rolls can even happen in RP. Yes. I'm sorry, I, I am attempting to help wrap up. And we um, will roll this conversation straight forward into RP. Did Astoria had said that they wanted to do something. Yes. Are you okay doing whatever it is in RP? That's fine. Or do you okay. want it to be verbal? That's fine. Um, I assumed you guys had questions, uh, so I was preparing for that. But if yeah, that's fine. okay. Lots of questions, indeed. <laughs> okay. And with Our... that, I think Never we're mind. done. Well, go ahead. I no, I was saying never mind. Oh, okay.
And we'll call it there. Thank you, everybody, for coming. And uh, looking forward to hopefully a lot of text RP in the next couple weeks, since we do have two weeks for our next game. Hopefully should be able to.